Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. We are continuing with the study of David's life and picking up in 1 Samuel chapter 29. And the thought for today is loyalty. In this specific chapter, David was with Achish, the king of Gad, which is one of the five city-states of Philistia. Uh, Achish gave David refuge as he was hiding from Saul. And because of that, David showed his loyalty to Achish. And he went out and raided different places, brought things back to Achish. And he was serving him because of the favor that he was showing to David and his people, his 600 men. So, as normal, because the Philistines are and have been the mortal enemies of Israel, they went out to do battle against Israel. And David, following his king at that point, Achish, gathered his 600 men and went with him to battle now when they got out there and they saw David the lords of Philistia were like no that's not gonna fly we are not having him out here fighting alongside of us because we feel like he's gonna turn his sword on us because these are his people you know and he was uh Saul's one of Saul's right hand men so no we, we don't want him out here and that's understandable that's a very logical thought don't go to battle with people who who are who you're battling against and especially people that had been such high ranking officials within that nation because they may not show that loyalty to you but David was very loyal he wanted to go to battle with Achish he loved Achish and wanted to be right there beside was pleading please let me fight with you please let me go and Achish was like you know you've done no wrong in uh, my sight and you know as God sees fit I, I don't see I can't see any wrong in you you know you've been like an angel of God to inform me you know speaking a lot about the Lord in this which is interesting because we know that much of Philistia was a pagan nation. They were worshiping Dagon uh, at one point. So to hear all this talk about the true and living God from someone within the camp of the Philistines was very interesting. But anyway, David was like, I want to go. And he was like, I know you do. I don't have a problem with it, but my boys do. So we're going to have to send you back home. Again, David was very, very loyal to Achish for a good reason. Achish was giving him shelter and gave him his own land within Philistia. He protected him from Saul, who they were going to fight. And without Achish's his, uh, charity towards David, David may or may not be alive. 
And because of all that, again, David was extremely loyal to Achish. But my question today regarding all this is, where are your loyalties? Are you willing to turn your back on your family? I mean, this is Israel. These are his people, the chosen people, the people that he has been anointed to be the king of. And he was willing to go to battle against them because of his loyalty to Achish at that time. They were fighting uh, Saul. Saul was camped by a spring of water in Jezreel. One of the wives that David picked up while he was an outlaw, Ahinoam, was from Jezreel. So it's likely he's in uh, this city and he's going to be fighting against possibly people that he's related to by way of marriage. If not, his own brothers who we know fought in the uh, army of Israel. That's when he that's the reason why he was in the battlefront in the first place as a child was to bring food to them and to take a report to give back to his father. But he was willing to go out there and fight and do battle with his own people, the people that he was supposed to be the king and head over. What kind of loyalty are we showing? What kind of loyalty will we show? Again, we know that uh, the Philistine lords didn't want him out there because they knew of, of his strong loyalty and that it was to Saul at one point. That he didn't kill Saul twice. Had the chance and didn't. So they wanted him out and they sent him out and that was fine. But again, David was also as loyal to Achish, when you join the military, you pledge to fight against the enemy of the land that the army's going after, even if it's your own people in the United States Army. If there are, uh, there are Arabic um, soldiers, and if they're in the lands that they've come from, which that happens from time to time, they're fighting against their very own people. And David was willing to do that because he was a part of Achish's army. Are you willing to do that is my question. As soldiers in the army of God, as people professing to love God, are you willing to turn your back on everything and everyone that's around you for the sake of serving God? The first commandment uh, of the 10 that was given on uh, the mount as Moses was up there was that Israel was to have no other gods before them no God but the one and only true and living God if you go through the commandments about three of them that dealt with worshiping him only so they don't have any other God matter of fact let's make it clear don't uh, make any graven images don't make up a god and and fashion it out of uh rock or wood or, or gold or any other kind of metal it's like do not covet don't be so desirous of a good thing that you wind up making an idol out of it and making that your god so you got three different commandments that are dealing with having no gods but the one and only true and living god how loyal are we to him? Because he's loyal to us and he longs for us to be loyal 
to him, said that he's a jealous God. And he's got a good reason to be jealous because he has paid the ultimate price to set us free from our sins so that we can have a relationship with him. He paid that price to free us from false worship, to free us from worshiping gods that don't love us, worshiping things that can't do anything for us, worshiping idols and ideologies that will simply lead us to destruction. He, in Christ, gave his life for us so that we could be free so that we could be in fellowship with him we're the ones that continue to introduce sin that separates us from him but he continues in his oh, in his great mercy unto us and the grace that he shows to us to continue to draw us near to him which is why he wants and desires our loyalty because of his loyalty to us what are you willing to do to prove your loyalty to God who are you willing to cut off who do you need to cut off what do you need to cut off what activities do you participate in that you need to stop doing to show that you are truly loyal to God maybe it's the type of conversations that you're having and I'm not talking about talking all kind of reckless and 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 saying uh lewd and crude things although that goes along with it but maybe it's sharing someone's information that you shouldn't be sharing with someone else you know maybe it is talking really bad about someone and you know in your heart you really shouldn't be saying it but you wind up saying it you know what are some of the things that you partake in things that may not be bad you know you you may be a a sports fan like myself but are you putting sports before god you'll make sure that you're in place to watch football on sunday morning but you won't get up and go to church you won't spend time studying your word but you're always looking online for more information uh, whether it be fantasy or uh, just strictly for your own knowledge regarding your teams and different players. You know, m- maybe it's uh, that you just really enjoy entertainment. So you spend three, four, five hours a day in front of your television, but spending no time with God. What are you willing to do? And not only willing to do, what do you need to do to show that you are loyal to God to show that for God I live and for God I die what idols what false things that we're worshiping by giving our time and energy and attention to that we need to pull down reminds me of the scripture where Jesus was talking to the rich young ruler and the rich young ruler asked, you know, what what do I need to do to be saved? It's like, I, you know, I've kept all the commandments uh, since my youth up. And in love, he said to him, one thing you need to do, 
sell all this, give it to the poor, and follow me. And the rich young ruler was sad because he had so much stuff. Are you allowing your stuff to get in the way of serving and following the one and only true and living God? There's nothing that we can hold on to in this earth realm that's worth what God has for us. In that same scripture, Jesus said that whoever is forsaken mother and father and sister and brother and and lands and, and people will reap a hundred times over in eternity it's not worth it whatever it is you might be holding on to whatever it is that may be keeping you from being fully loyal to God pales in comparison to what serving God brings you again where's your loyalty where do your loyalties lie and whatever you need to do to show And to exhibit that you are loyal to God, him alone, and him first, do. So say la, pause, and think about this. Next week, we will pick back up with the life of David. Until then, God bless and keep it together.